Hello community and welcome back to a special grand final edition of the Jock Reynolds Community Podcast. And oh, can you hear the big, big sound from the west of the town? I'm joined tonight by Damo. Damo, how are you? Why was that the intro? Why does that because, have to be the intro? Because it's a, there's a big, big sound, Damo. Have you not seen the internet recently? The sound is massive. Are you, are you not on board? No, I'm not. I'm on the tiger train. Oh, oh Damo, you're with that lame old school. Old school. You, you know what that does to Paul Baron. Baron Von Crow, you're, you're with us as well. You, you can't possibly be, be wanting to scream yellow and black at the end of Saturday's game, can you? I screamed yellow and black last week when Glenelg won the SANFL title. And then I immediately had to go into the corner and cry. Because it go sounded go so go dirty coming shower. out of my mouth. But yes, I am 100% on the Giants bandwagon. Good to hear, good to hear. Damo, what have you got? They're the underdogs. Surely every neutral supporter in the country is on the Giants bandwagon. No, I don't want them to win a premiership before the Dockers do. I mean, they've got to do it anyway, but i just like the Tigers to prolong that a bit long, to just a bit further. Oh, I mean, surely you can't be can't be that shallow, Damo, robbing a club of a potential premiership just so that your club can get there first. I mean, it's actually that is perfectly reasonable. Um, but sure, surely, surely the memes have, have nearly dragged you over the line. Surely, they've been some good memes, but I'm still on the tiger train. Oh dear, oh dear, Baron. Has the memes have had any? Um, for, for anyone who's, who's unaware of them, go have a look at Twitter. Go have a look at Facebook. They're just big, big sound memes, especially Simpsons related. Big, big sound memes. Just inserting the giant theme song into any random old, random old clip of any random old show. But yeah, most of them are the Simpsons. Um, they're great. They're fantastic. Baron, you, you must have a favourite. Um, I quite like the one I saw with um, Hans Molman in the uh, phone box where they're doing the rip off the birds and he's calling up the number, give me the biggest sound you have. And no, no, that's too big. I quite enjoyed that one. Oh, a timeless classic. Damo, have you, you've, you've still been enjoying them. You've still been able to get around them despite your, your opposition to, to GWS winning. Uh, I've, I'm staring at one that I quite like now. Um, Go on, talk, talk us through it. Talk, talk us through this visual gag in an, on an audio platform for us. Um, so it's a guy. So it's a Simpsons character eating worms, and the caption is Hardwick picks a debutant for the grand final, and the um, and it just says my fifteen minutes of fame are over. Over. <laughs> that is a good one. I haven't seen that one yet either, which is a, a rare, fresh meme. It must be if I haven't seen it. Um, I, I still can't get past the um, the Patrick Dangerfield meme account, which has done the friends. Um, no, don't don't you don't you play that cassette again? And then they all then it just plays the big big sound, and they all waltz into the kitchen. Anyway, enough talking about um, 
memes on, you know, anyone who, who likes memes will have seen them. Anyone who doesn't like memes will want us to shut up. So shall we move along? You, you mentioned a, a debutante demo in the grand final. What? What? Yeah. The Perth boy, no less. Talk us through Marlon, Marlon Pickett. Marlon Pickett played for South Fremantle alongside Tim Kelly. Um, people actually thought that Marlon was going to get picked before Tim Kelly, but it turned really? to be the other way around. Um, and the Tigers got him in the mid-season draft and he got best on ground in the VFL grand final and now he's going to try his luck at getting best on ground in the AFL grand final. I saw a neat little stat the other day that every picket that has ever played AFL slash VFL has finished their career with a Norm Smith medal. And that's, I mean, sure, I, I can get behind Marlon Pickett, Marlon Pickett being best on ground in his first game. Baz, are you... What are your thoughts on, on the debutante in the grand final? I mean, it's absurd, really. It is absurd, um, but I think it's uh, one of those things that just gives such a charge to the team. Not that you need to get any more keyed up for a grand final, but um, just another layer to add on top of it, I think. No, it's absurd. I mean, can you imagine what it would be like? For, I mean, he's not he's still 27, so he's not so much a young man, but for you know, still a, a young man to run out onto the MCG and grand final day in your first game how would how would you react in that situation what, what would you you know how, how would you go about winning a norm smith medal in your first game if, if you were suddenly thrown onto the mcg for no apparent reason i reckon you would almost have a um an attitude of you know uh, no one's even going to be looking at me you know it's such a huge moment that um me playing is just a, a tiny little fragment of it so you would just go out there and, and, and put your best effort forward. Fair enough. Sound advice. Uh, Damo, who do you reckon will win? Uh, we know who you want to win, obviously, but do you think the Giants are any chance? I think it's going to be quite a close game. I think it's going to be... Mm. I think it's going to be one where you got to take up the momentum in, in into the final quarter to win. So you just, just like the Eagles last year, even though Collingwood got off to a fast start... The Eagles had all the momentum going into the final quarter and then won. And I think this game's going to be quite similar. Fair enough. Have you got a, a definitive definitive one way or the other margin? 12 points in favour of Richmond. Baron? Uh, yeah, I'm going about three, four goals in Richmond's favour. Fair enough. What, what do you think of the get them over the line? Um, I reckon that just their ground ball game is so much uh, better. Uh, if any ball is 50-50 in dispute, Richmond just know how to tap it, move it along, keep it going. Um, you saw a bit with um, GWS last week that um, they lost control of the midfield completely in the uh, fourth quarter, and Collingwood couldn't capitalise on it, but I think Richmond will have the ability to with uh, Ringwalt and uh, Lynch and... Um, Rioli and Bolton and all those guys up forward. I mean, all, all four of those players are going to be knocked out stone cold by Shane Mumford before the end of the first half. So I don't know what, what you're talking about, really. Yeah, he's retiring, so he's just going to be arms swinging, just whooshka, whooshka, whooshka. He, he will not give a single stuff. He's going to be like Hulk he gets Hogan reported. There. There's no red card. I, I mean, he's still on a high after... Just can we just step back for a minute? Shane Mumford selling candy in the goal square last week. What? Where did that? Oh, hook it to my veins. Um, after 
that almost got me out of my chair like there's 20 seconds to go in the game and it's so tight and you're just like oh my god he just sold that candy like if that screwed up that costs them the game yeah just the balls on the man to go nah just selling that Scott Pendlebury was probably Scott Pendlebury was probably just as surprised as everyone else was (laughs) yeah he didn't expect it (laughs) oh damn this guy sold sold me some candy I mean that's true um I mean, yeah, of all the players to sell candy in the entire AFL, Shane Mumford would surely be the last person on that list. Um, And I reckon he might just be on a high from that and we'll just keep swinging on through into the grand final. I'm going to pick the Giants by, we'll say nine. Um, But one of the, you know, they'll kick a goal after the siren off Toby Green's boot or Jeremy Cameron's boot or or someone um, just just to keep it interesting. For nine. Shane, Shane Mumford to get eight weeks as well. Uh, who for do you both reckon will be Norm Smith? Shane Edwards. Ooh, I like it. I've got money like on it. Shane Edwards. You've got money on Shane Edwards. Baron, have you got money on anyone? Uh, I will go with uh, Bakar Huli. Um, I actually thought he should have won it in 2017. Should have. Um, so I will have him this week. He should have. Um, I'll I'll pick Tim Kelly because they just don't know how to not award things to midfielders. Um, but I want Marley and Pickett to do a grade cricketer, 100 in a losing side equivalent. In Norm Smith, in your debut, in a losing side to be the single best performance of all time. And then would be hilarious if he never played another AFL game again. But I, of course, want him for next year because super coach relevance. Damo, you were talking earlier that Oh, this is possibly the best possible super coach outcome for rookies for round one for next year. It is because his price won't rise after this performance because finals performances don't affect break even or starting price. He he will rise to that one twenty three k that all rookies who don't play in their first year start at in their second year, but at that price. He's going to be a bargain, especially if he comes out and puts a massive performance in. You mean when he comes out and puts a massive performance in and wins the Norm Smith? Yes. Oh, I'm very keen for that. Uh, Supercoach relevance in this game as well. I mean, should the, the, you know, the, the Jock Reynolds medal for the highest Supercoach score on grand final day, are there any, any uh, guesses towards that? that particular award? Which is, you know, we all know is more prestigious than the Norm Smith. Is... It, Toby Nankervis could get it just by the amount of free kicks given to him. <laughs> That's true. I mean, Brody Grundy had a, a massive amount of points from free kicks early on. Baron, have you got a have you got a pick for the the Jock Reynolds medal? I think uh, Hooley's going to do the double. Double. He's going to get a double ton in the grand final. Yeah. No, no, he's going to get the North Smith and the Jock Reynolds. Medal. Oh, I was about to say. I mean, he could hit a double ton as well. Oh yeah, he um, could do that too. Um, but no, that's that's a, that's a good double up. I like that. And Hooley's been in brilliant form as anyone who picked him. He is in the Super lord Coach, and master of the MCG. Oh, he is. We can just give the MCG to him, really. Yeah, just yeah. Turn it into that, his Eddie has his pocket. Hooley has his entire oval. <laughs> can we give Hooley a wing? I mean, yeah. it feels a bit. It's I mean, Eddie's only getting a pocket. Surely Hooley can only really have like a flank or a yeah, wing. Yeah. Um, but uh, Toby Green to, to win it for mine. I reckon um, yeah, Green Green will win 
the jock this year, um, and I'm sure it'll. He might also get suspended um, for eye gouging. But hey, do you think Toby Green will hire out Shane Mumford to do some of his hits for him? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, hey, big mummy, I want to play round one. Can you go and punch that guy? Absolutely. Um, although I wouldn't put above Toby Green to then, as he's been punched and is out cold, to just lean down and just sort of give his eyes a little tickle as he goes past. Yeah. Um, possibly a tickle with his studs, knowing Green's form, but um, you wouldn't hear me suggesting that on, on this week where I'm a, a through-and-through Giants fan and Toby Green is the best footballer in the AFL and he's been targeted and, and picked on and it's a bloody conspiracy um, for this one week of the year and then I'll go back to him being the butcher of Blacktown until the end of time. Um, Dion Prestia uh, through this final series has been fantastic we'll talk a little bit about Supercoach now um, because that's what most people listen to us for if you wanted to hear us you know hear people talking about the grand final you probably go somewhere where people know their stuff as opposed to us because I, I don't know anything you guys do you, do you I mean Demo you know a bit but there we go that silence indicates no one knows anything um, um, Demo Dion Prestia, is he, based on this month or six to eight weeks of footy, is he a, a genuine contender for our, our starting sides next year? I think so. I, I can't... There's no one to come into that side to change him, to change his position in any way. The only thing that worries me is this is his first full season since he has come come down from the Gold Coast. Yep, since 2014. Yes. There you go. So you've still got concerns over the injury history. This year sort of hasn't sort of cleaned out those cobwebs and it's enough to back him in. I think in previous years he's had slow starts because of uh, pre-season surgery and all that sort of stuff. But he's going to be about 550k to start with. He's averaged, just quickly, quick maths, looks like about 110, maybe 115 over over the last eight rounds, eight or nine rounds. He's averaged so, 121 over his last five, so he's peaked a bit. I the right time of the year for the Tigers. I quite like the selection next year. Yeah, Baz, what do you think? Have you got has anyone in the final sort of thrown their hand up as, as someone you you'd be looking at despite it being very, very early stages? Um, I, anyone I generally don't pay too much attention to finals form. Um just because it's a four week block, you know, anything can happen in those four weeks. Um, I'm not saying you would ignore it completely. And in Prestia's case, you know, he's got more than just his finals. Since he's come back from the buyer, he's been on fire. So you would take that into account more than um, just his performance last week or the week before. I guess another player that you could look into is Zach Williams. Mm. He's been given a midfield role. And yeah. if it looks like Lockie Whitfield leaves, which is a, is, which is the rumour going around, then Zach Williams, does he take up that role that Whitfield leaves behind? I mean, it certainly looks like it. They handed him that role um, when, you know, when GWS had to appeal Lockie, um, Lockie Whitfield's appendix decision. Um, 
you know, obviously still ruled out for the game and Williams played a blinder, so you'd think he'd be the natural cause to slot into that role. Same token, the Giants don't have a huge number of, of halfback flankers that are ready to go. I don't know, it'd be, he'd be one to watch, and certainly, you know, if he did move in there, you'd think he'd be someone we'd all be looking at, um, considering how good he is at football. Um, but you, you mentioned trades as well. Dammy, you've been, you've been whispering a few trades through through a few messages to around the traps. Have you got any any big big juicy rumours you wanted to, to drop on the podcast? Nothing at the moment in terms of trades. Um, I can give an update on the Dockers coaching search. Go for it. Justin Longmuir... Uh, should be confirmed early next week, but they had a presentation today from a from someone who the media hasn't got a name for, and I don't have a name for either. Um, because I haven't. I, but I, I think I, I think I might have a name for that person. But apparently, the presentation was spectacular. But they can't announce it until after the finals are over. Mm. Baz, do you know who this who this wonderful? amazing person is i think i think i do i think i do too mm, i think the community will notice that um that lake dog hasn't been on the podcast tonight he um was due to join us and has been whisked away last minute had to duck off to the airport um and i think we now know why um because he's he's also gunning for that that docker's job he, he said he'd he told me, you know, quickly in a text that, you know, he had to had to duck off. He was going for a job interview. He was sure he'd get it, but didn't know if he, he'd want to get it. So I think it's basically if he if he decides to or not. Um, then the, now, how would you feel about having Lech as as Frio coach? If Dano. he if he lets me in as senior assistant, it's all his. I can't imagine anything that would make him happier. You're going to have no. 22 blokes roll out in the field every day in uh, long sleeves, no matter what the weather is. That's that's all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nat Fife. Fife, get the sleeves on or get out of the club. Oh, I just imagined Nat, Nat Fife with, with sleeves on and I, I think I need to go have a cold shower. I could just imagine Holy moly. Thursday night selection, round two, out. Joel Hamling, reason, wouldn't wear sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> But boss, boss, it was it was twenty eight degrees. No sleeves, no play. Get out, get out. Um, well, I mean, technically, does does Fife's like sleeve thing count as a sleeve? I'm I'm asking the wrong people here, but would his would would his arms fit in a sleeve? It's another very valid question. They barely fit in his suit. That's true. I mean, listen to Damo Gash. Just oh. We're talking about a dual Brownlow medalist, All-Australian captain, Nat Fife here. Yep, it's yep, kind of hard not to gush. That's what he wants the intro to be every week, just gushing over Nat Fife. I would be okay with uh, this. Phil Collins, you're out. <laughs> gushing over Nat Fife, you're in. That's right. Um, I don't think any of us would complain at, at gushing over Nat Fife, though. I mean, I mean really... Um, but goodness, goodness. On on that thought, was was there anything else the the two of you wanted to to have a have a yarn about while while we're here before we before we go and all have a cold shower because of that that thought? Um, I'm just going to announce that um, over the next few days you'll be able to see me down Rundle Mall um, 
with uh, the end is nigh uh, sandwich board um, plastered about the Adelaide Crows because um, you know with the uh, mass exoduses and Ross Lyon and all these uh, rumours coming through that um, I'm afraid we're going to have to kick them out of the AFL and we'll also be demolishing uh, Adelaide Oval to put up an old folk home uh, deep into the city there I might be joining you if Don Pike is announced as the Dockers head coach. Well, we're both going wonderful this week then, aren't we, Damo? Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor souls. Um, good Lord. Well, yeah, I mean, what is happening in Adelaide? Why does everyone want to leave? Are you going to request a trade, Baron? No, you're, no, no. You're, uh, you're, still, you're contracted and you are, you are that's a required right. yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. I actually team. signed a life contract. It's... Uh, you can't avoid those type of things. Um, no, we have you know how it deals with the devil go. Uh, very rarely get out of them. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, what, what is... I mean, how are you expect them to go next year? Are they, they going to fall apart? No, I think they've still got that solid core of, um, you know, they'll still have 12, 13, 14 senior players in the side. Um not necessarily saying they'll spike right back up again, but it's not going to be, well, I hope not, bottom four type uh, performances from them. Most um, most clubs' issues aren't the play, aren't the core group that they've got. It's it's the bottom six to eight players that are in the twenty two, yeah, pulling their weight each each and every week, and that's why you see teams like the Dockers willing to get rid of Lockie Neal to bring in Jesse Hogan because the Dockers don't have that key forward. To, for, for the midfielders to kick to. Having having three or four star midfielders is great, but if you don't have anyone to kick to, then what's the point in having three or four star midfielders? Now the Dockers have Jesse Hogan, they're more likely to look for that midfielder to replace Lockie Neal ra- rather than last year going Lockie Neal to, an, to, to another star midfielder. Whereas with, with, with the Crows, they've got that spine and they've got their wings and they've got their midfield, but it's all their flankers that seem to be just sort of there. And you contrast that to a club like Essendon, who's you know has all the all the rest of the bits together, and they just don't have the the star forward with Danaher being injured. But now that he's coming back next year, oh, oh, hang on. <laughs> well, you know, you know, there's this um, guy called Josh who's looking for a new team uh, next year, uh, Patch. Josh, I haven't heard of Josh. Who's who's Josh? Josh, is it Josh Kennedy. Josh, like forward? Josh Jenkins. No, no, no. Pat just no. put his foot down. Um. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm not hugely interested in, in Josh Jenkins. I'd rather Sean McKernan, um, which is probably the biggest slap down I could possibly ever give a player. I, th- I think well, we c- got rid of McKernan to to. to to play Jenkins so it's the natural progression of things Sean McKernan gets overtaken by Josh Jenkins it's nature's way patch don't fight it you can't fight evolution are there any circle of life continue where does Zach Clark fit into the circle of life uh nowhere well well patch you see you you draw the circle of life and then you move on a a bit of paper and then you Lift that bit of paper up. Lift another bit of paper up. Lift another bit of paper up. You're going to be lifting a lot, lots of bits, bits of papers up, and then he'll be sitting somewhere on the bottom of like the bottom sheet. Right, and then you take that bottom sheet out and put it in the recycling. Is what I'm hearing. Uh, can, can, can you recycle a bit of paper that has Zach Clark's name on it? I mean, we tried to. That's why we brought him in, and look how it went. Yeah. Um, true. So yeah, you're right. 
erratic. It can be done, but is not recommended. Any not delisted slightest. players that we think could could be good at other clubs? Very early days, but I suspect you want someone to say Jermaine Jones. I want people to say lots of players. I th I think there's players that that fit in at other clubs quite nicely. At the to be honest. Who are you looking at in terms of Supercoach relevance for next year? Supercoach relevance? Well, yeah, Supercoach relevance, I can it's see... It's hard, hard to pick this far out, I know. I, I can see Sam Murray being picked up by by another team. Um, yeah. I think if Jack Trengove goes to the Gold Coast Suns, he should be looked at. Um, that's pretty much it, really. Fra Fraser McInnes got delisted from West Coast, which really surprised me. Indeed, I don't think he's all that supercoach relevance, but he's someone I'd love to have at Essendon um, if Danaher leaves over over a Jenkins. Not that I really want to say the name out loud, but um. Would you prefer Jenkins? Yeah, no, that, that was a surprise. Would you, would you prefer Jenkins or Clark, Patch? Mm, where's the nearest bridge and how high is it? Um, no, I'd, I'd take Jenkins over Zach Clark. Um, but then, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to think on it long and hard. I'd go for long walks on the beach. But me and you, Patch, we've, we've and, talked uh, about this. How does that Clark go go from what he did in the waffle to what he did I at Essendon? The, 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 those stats just don't marry up. No, I mean there are games where he had sort of forty and fifty hitouts. He'd kick you know multiple goals and pick up. He'd had a couple of games where he had sort of fifteen twenty possessions as well. And then yeah, I think I assume it's just the pace of the game sort of flew past him. Um, maybe it was just a different brand of football at Essendon that just didn't you know, was absolutely nothing like what he played it with over in Perth. I don't know. I don't know is the answer. Um, but we know now that we should not pick him in any form of super coach ever. Um, just don't do it. He he could even be cheaper next year. <clears throat> yeah, still wouldn't pick him. Um, Baz, speaking of speaking of Ruckman who were cheap, um Riley O'Brien, is he a lock in your side next year? Um, very well could be. Robocop is the man. I think I have to run with him. It's it's. I just can't not do it. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, I think Can we I, might just, just before we. Yep. I don't think Max Gorn is is a lock for for, for Ruck next year. Big call. Ooh, is that a, a Proust related thought? It, it it is. I think Melbourne were a better side when Proust and Gorn. We're playing together, and and if Lever, May, and Hoare can all stay fit, Gorn will not be sent to defence to do intercept marking. That's a fair call. That is a very fair call, and it's one we'd certainly yeah certainly have to look at um, in the JLT, depending if Proust plays. But it's certainly one. Yeah, I, I like it. I I see the logic behind it. Who is there an R two jumping up at you behind Grundy? I I've got a few. I've got Nick Natanui. He seems to get lots of points at in, in limited minutes. 
So that's so that's one to think of. Riley O'Brien, as we've already touched on, um, I would be I'm I'll be watching the GWS uh, ruck department very closely, um, and I'll also be and Scott Lysette is one I'd be looking yes. at closely as well. Yeah, um, if the Giants land Darcy Cameron, that would be ideal. Um, or if he goes to Carlton, then that would be an ideal R3, but he'll probably end up at Collingwood and play the reserves and then one or two matches when Cox is injured. Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. Um, anyway, I think that might be all. So, um, gents, do you have any, any final thoughts on this weekend's game? Um, what's going to be the moment that turns the game? You, you, right, set the scene for us. 25 words or less. Baron, what, what's going to happen that's just never happened before in a grand final this weekend? Toby Green is going to be absolutely perfect in his behaviour and kick four goals. That is that, that would be never before seen. Damo, what have you got? What could change the game? Yeah, what, what could change the game? What, what hasn't been seen before ever? Ivan Soldo keeping Jeremy Camlin, Camlin? Cameron goalless. Ooh. Ooh, that's a big call. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Marlon Pickett to kick five on debut for mine. Um, it'll happen. Lock it in. They'll just they'll feed him some. He'll get some off the back and he'll take an absolute hanger in the goal square to take one as well. Radio community, um, look out for each other. You know, we, we know this. It's a big, exciting week. It's um, a wonderful time of year. Um, even for, for those clubs that, you know, don't make the grand final, um, you know, it's still hard not to get on the, the big, big sound hype train. But look out for each other. Love each other. Um, check on your mates and see if they're going all right. Um, Damo, thank you for joining me this evening. That's all right, Patch. Baron, thank you as well. Up the Giants. Go the Giants. Radio. We'll see you later. Community. We'll be back during, uh, you know, during the trade period. We'll we'll have bits and pieces happening around then, and we might have a look at the draft as well. Um, but until then, enjoy your grand final and uh, listen out for that big, big sound from the west of the town. Well, there's a big, big sound from the west of the town. It's the sound of the mighty giants. Feel the ground is shaking. The other teams are quaking in their boots before the Giants. We take the longest strides and the highest leap. We're stronger than the rest. We're the greater Western Sydney Giants. We're the biggest and the best. And we will never surrender. We'll fight until the end. We're greater than the rest. Sleep.